Welcome to the Healing Journeys Today podcast. Today we've got an amazing message of hope and healing just for you. God's Word never returns to Him void, so let this message sink deep into your heart so that you can walk out your complete healing journey today. Hi everybody, nice to see you. So glad you're here. Hey, um, what happened in your marriage this week uh, that you want to talk or about? Or a relationship. A relationship. Yeah, just not not just marriage because we're covering all yes. relationships as well. And you know, if you guys are glad you're here. Thank yeah, if you all know anybody that you know that would benefit from this, which would be anybody, I and mean, that's marriage. Because you know, mm -hmm. listen, marriage is not easy. You're having two people that came from two different backgrounds yep. together. And even if you yep. you know, like, oh, I you know, we were high school sweethearts, well, you still grow. You're not like you're not stuck there in the high school. Everybody matures. Thing. Everybody gets yeah. a world a life experience, and you get uh, there's sacrifices that you make in your life. Things and change in your life. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and then you, when you have children and you introduce other people into your marriage, whether you adopt them or have them on your own, you're still now responsible for another human life, and that can drastically change your marriage as well. So you know we've been married 29 years. We have two daughters that are grown now, but uh, we've gone through the sacrificing. We've gone through the marriage issues. We've gone through having arguments. We've through having amazing times just a few arguments not just a few well the thing is too when we were uh, growing up uh, we were very we were survivors because we both come from broken homes and so I had to learn how to survive in my home yeah. she had to learn how to survive in her home so when we came together as two survivors it was my way no it's my way yeah so today's topic is called meeting in the middle how do you meet in the middle especially when you're both strong people how do you what would you say your first answer would be and by the way what do you think out there how do you meet in the middle in your relationship? Well, one way you meet in the middle is you got to drop the pride. I didn't say drop the price. I thought you were going to drop the price. P-R-I-D. Drop the pride. Yes. yes. Um, who deals with pride out there? That's well, you know what? Pride looks very different on other people. Like, wait a minute. What am I trying to say? Not different on people. Pride can look very different come across in different ways. I guess yes. that's what I'm trying to say. Yes. And we don't even realize sometimes that we are in pride. And because uh, sometimes we'll think we're the most humble person in the world, but we really aren't. We're actually working. We're, we're actually yep. in pride mm -hmm. uh, over something. And, you know, the Bible is very clear about pride because it says pride comes before a fall. And so not we, not before fall the season. No, no before a fall, before yeah. a gigantic a change in your life, a huge change yeah. uh, or, or a giant um, uh, learning moment where like something bad will happen because of your pride. You wouldn't listen. You wouldn't do what maybe was necessary you wouldn't take someone else's feelings into consideration and it's a backfiring and that's what the fall is yeah but whatever it might be i don't know but pride is not good you know if you all want to know what pride is go put, go to dictionary.com and, and you'll see you'll my picture out. you'll see my picture right there you'll find out what it is and a lot of times you know we're, we really do think that we are being humble and we're you know we're trying to make everything work and then when we're trying to do everything ourselves that actually is a prideful uh, thing. It's when we're able to, uh, you know, delegate and give things and 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 have conversations and try to be able to uh, communicate and share some things and being able to, you know, maybe take in his 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 heart into consideration for whatever you're going into or her heart. You know, sometimes we don't think we can do that, and that's what we have to do. You know, meaning in the middle is it's not just my way and not just my way. It's got to be something that you guys can both agree on. And so, yes, so we know that pride definitely is 
is it can be a, a, a big damper on a relationship for sure. Yeah, make sure that, you know, guys, I'm speaking to the men. Yeah. Uh, all the men, you know, um, pride is a, a huge thing men deal with. We don't want to ask any questions. We, we got it all figured you don't out. You want to ask for help. Too. Don't want to ask for help. We don't want to um, really ask for assistance from anybody because it will seem unmanly if we do that. Or especially when it comes to feelings. Now, listen, let's all be honest out there. Men don't talk about their feelings as much as women. Mostly. Yes, I know there are men out there that do. I'm saying for the most part, a lot of men keep their emotions bottled up, whereas women seem to have their emotions right on their shoulder all day long. And... Uh, what I had to get used Women, to. Women, you just have to train your husband. Well, exactly. Right. <laughs> what I had to learn to do was listen to her feelings. I'm still getting better at it. <laughs> Not perfect at it at all. But what I had to learn how to do was go, okay, well, she's emotional right now. I could fix this issue in two seconds, but it doesn't even matter that I can fix it. She doesn't care if I can fix it. She just wants to be listened to. I don't understand that. doesn't matter if I understand it. I need to respect her and listen like, I don't know how my car works, but I, I, I just, I don't understand it, but I just deal with it because that's how it works. But men have to learn to sacrifice their time for their wives' feelings. And that's something you should learn how to do. And if it's something that's difficult for you to do, pray about it and say, Lord, how can I listen to my wife's feelings a little more? How can I be more supportive? How can I be more supportive? Yeah, and all emotionally this supportive. And the, and, tricky, all that. and the tricky thing with you is that you're a very strong woman. You're a very strong, strong person. You're not like someone who like is, oh, help. You're not like, you're not like a weak person or a, or a, a tender, like a, like a little tender oh, person. Like a tender hearted. I, I was a wrong, I wasn't going to say tender hearted. I said the word tender hearted. <laughs> Sometimes hearted will follow it. But no, you're not, you're not like a little shrinking violet. Like you're not. Okay. No, you're, you got, you're right. You're but right. so with a powerful person like this, you're like, oh, she doesn't need to hear from me. She's got it all figured out. That's not true, though. And I, I, I know, but it took I know me, it can look that way. It took me decades. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Decades to figure that out. Yeah. And I'm like, I got it figured out. Oh, she doesn't need my help. She's she's fine. She has, the last thing she wants to hear from is me. The last one she wants to talk to is me. But she's so powerful and strong that it fooled me. It tricked me. And then God said, no, no, no. You've got to be the strong one. I'm serious. I prayed about this. Lord, what do I do? What do I say? He goes, you need to be the strong one. I went, me the strong one? But she's the strong person. He goes, you be the strong one. That's all I kept hearing. You be the strong one. You be the strong one. You be the strong one. And I kept hearing that. So I guess I'm supposed to be the strong one. Not that you're not strong. Yeah, well. But at times, I've got to be that strong person. Okay, but see, you know, this is what's funny is that a lot of times, you know, yes, do I have a very strong personality? Absolutely. I am not in denial of that whatsoever. But I really don't like go around the house like, it's my way and you're going to be doing this and you're going to do that. So it's not in that voice. No, but I think sometimes, I think sometimes you'd think that, which is not true. No, why, and would, so, I, why would I think we, that? Where would that come from? We've had I, to have, am I making yeah, it up? We've had to have major discussions about this. Right. No, we've had to make, have big discussions about this because. And men love discussions. Don't we guys? <laughs> don't we love discussions? We just love them. Well, and they're the only way to have a marriage. It really is the only way. But if we're discussing also, a movie, that's cool. But yeah, but know. let me just say this though: you just because maybe you don't vent or you don't, you know, talk the way I do, doesn't mean that the way when you want to talk about things is not just as impactful or as powerful as what I'm saying. It's just it's coming out of your mouth, and you you know you, and you're used to being with you, so you don't think it's a big deal. But I do because I'm the one that's receiving. 
See, that's, that's the thing. It's like, I'm receiving this. So you may not be like thinking that in your heart, but this is how I'm receiving it. By the way, who out there is scared right now? No. Who's, who's really nervous and scared? But I want to say this because this is really good. Okay. It, back off over here. So no matter what your intention is, spouse, whichever side you are, you know, your intentions might be really good, but the way that your spouse is receiving it, and you can't take that away from them. They're receiving it in a certain way. Maybe they're being hurt by it. Maybe they're being, you know, they're laughing at it. And you're like, how could you laugh? There's nothing funny about this. You have to talk about the way that she or he is receiving it because it's just as important as the thing that you're saying. So when I say to you, like, look, I hear what you're saying, but the way I'm receiving that is not good. I understand what you're saying, but it's hurting my feelings. So you've got to be, we've got to be sensitive, both of us, to say, okay, why I'm, I, my intention was not to hurt your feelings at all. And I apologize that that even happened, but let's break this issue down. And men love breaking the issues down. Well, don't you we have to. Don't we love that, guys? We love hour-long hour -long conversations. We love Some it. men do. But we, but somewhere... Can we, we find one of those guys right now? Let's go. Can we find... Is anybody out there one of those guys? Can we do that? Raise your hand. If you're, no, but, but we've got... We all have to find a way. If you're going to stick like the rest of your life together, you're going to have to find ways. You're going to have to work things out. There are plenty of self... We didn't read any self-help books on marriage. No. We did not. We decided we were we too just, busy throwing those books at each other. Right. So we we're just going to go in and like dive in head first and try to figure it out. But I will tell you that the main thing for our relationship is our relationship with Christ first. Mm -hmm. And then we are able to do what we do. But we grew, we've grown, we, we are together. Like we've been together, meaning like, yes, married, but like together emotionally, you know, and really have gotten to know each other. It's like a lot of people, unfortunately, don't really know their spouse. It's like, could you tell me what my favorite color is? You like, I like, I think you like a lot of auburn. You like green. And I think you like sort of. Um, they said, I think. So, but I, you like a lot of auburn stuff. You like, uh, I know you like leopard prints a lot. And they like that. <laughs> do. And I think you like. And I, ask me what your, your favorite color is. What's your favorite color? Black. <laughs> It's really not my favorite color. It's just what I like to wear the most. He wears black all the time. I, I call it his uniform. Yeah, in fact, I'm out of a uniform today. I mean, yeah, gray. this is weird. I know. But what I'm saying is, is that we we really, we, and I know that it was painful, but we forced each other to really get along and like each other. That's like a long pause. Oh, I, you, you're talking have, to me. No, I'm just saying I'm oh, putting you're that talking out there. To me. We have to, you got to like each other. And so because of that, we got on the we got on board with the same mission statement with the same vision for our marriage. Mm -hmm. And now we are able we are we are going like this together instead of it was like I was going this way he was going that way. You and know now we're here and we're moving in the same direction. You know what um it comes down to as well with meeting in the middle. I I had to you know we we talked about this but I had to pray about this a lot too and just realize what am I going for here? What am I going? What am I going for here? Am I going for a life where I just want to feel good every day and it's all about me? And I go like, well, this person makes me unhappy. I'm going to hop to the next person and have to build from the ground up a relationship with that person now. Or you know, I don't, I don't really want to build that huge vision God's given me because I'm too busy 
being down here in my feelings and being mad at you and being upset. And I'm going to go over here and prove that I'm right. And that whole vision That's God so had, and that whole vision God has for me is sitting over here waiting, but I'm too busy yeah. worried about me and my feelings, quote yes. unquote, because my feelings got hurt. How dare she say that? No, listen, there's times where things happen. I completely get it. I understand that. I've been married for 29 years. I understand that. I've also been an adult. I'm in my fifties. I understand things, but what are you going for in your life? Is it all about you and feeling great? And, and by the way, I want you to feel great, but I'm talking about, I'm going to go out and party with my friends all the time. And she's not going to stop me because I can do whatever I want. I'm an adult. And you know what? But what do you guys want to build together? Have you even asked your spouse what you want to build together? Maybe That's there's really some, it, it could be about, it could be, look, if it's all about him, let's, let's say, let me just, let me just throw this out there. Guys, if your wife has an amazing idea for a home business, are you not doing it because you're jealous it's her idea or you're not doing it because you think it's a stupid idea or you're just not doing it because you're lazy or what it, why are you not helping your wife with her home business and by the way ladies with the home business I, I can turn this around to the men as well spouse with the home business why aren't you asking your your spouse to help you are you, are you don't trust them or maybe you don't think they're good enough at something maybe you can both grow together and learn together everything we do right now we've learned together Every single thing. I'm not pointing at us like we're the perfect couple because we're not. But somehow, some way, we hung in there and became good at what we do. And we did it together because yeah. we realized that this vision we had was more important than our feelings. Yeah. And the somehow, some way, because it was God's vision that who gave he gave us the vision of what we were to do as a couple slash family with our two girls as well. Mm -hmm. And so just to let you know that, you know, you and you're anything you work towards you're there's going to be conflict i'm not talking about conflict between you and your spouse but whatever it is that you're going for and that you're working towards that has any value to it whatsoever you're going to come up against opposition and there's going to be times where it's going to be intense and there's going to be times where someone's going to be emotional in the in the relationship but when you know that it is such for a greater purpose in your life and you're not so concerned, like Butch just said, about how do I feel? Well, how does this make me feel? How does that make me feel? Listen, you guys are married. Why the heck are you not communicating? That's what we tried to figure out. Why are we married, but we don't really know much about each other's feelings? I know about like what colors he likes. I know what kind of food he likes. I know what kind you of do. cars he likes. You do? What kind of food do you like? Yes, you like, uh, you love steak. Love steak. Love steak. He loves um, Spanish rice. Um, <laughs> no, slow down, Julianne. You're overwhelming everybody. Okay, anyway. No, let me finish. But <laughs> okay. You may finish. know a, a lot of the topical stuff, but what do you know about your spouse? Okay. Oh, my God. This is so good. Uh-oh. I have heard so many women say, like when they're having issues, right? Okay, well, what was, you know, what happened in his life with his other past relationships? Oh, I don't want to ask him. What do you mean you don't want to ask him? Or, well, he's never, he told me not to even talk about that. You are married. You have to talk about those things. You cannot not talk, disclose what's going on. There might, you know, and, and if that's the, the fear of the spouse to go like, well, if they found out why I divorced or they found out why that relationship didn't work, maybe they will think that I'm the same person. No, forget all that. But there's you can't hide something from a spouse. So I'm a little passionate about that. Um, not that we ever had that, but I hear that a lot from I hear that a lot from women. 
I don't really hear that a lot from men, but I have heard that from a lot of women who say, I'm a, I, I'm never even asked because they don't want me to ask. Well, I'm sorry, but that's called no communication. And I think that's a big trap. Hmm. You know, uh, I'm going to go back to this though. If you and your spouse aren't working together, I don't mean having a business together. I don't mean having yeah. a- same, Share same values. Yeah, whatever. I, I'm, I'm talking about if you're not on the same path, meaning working toward a giant vision that the Lord's given you or, or, or to make your marriage as strong as it can be, why aren't you? Why aren't you working with your spouse on something? Well, I just, I don't, I just don't like what she likes. Okay. Well, what about you? Well, I don't like what he likes. Yeah, we're very different. In Maybe it. you could find something together that you both like. And I, by the way, I hate, I hear, I'm going to break this news to you. It's going to take some effort. Oh my gosh, effort. Well, I'm tired of the effort. I'm going to go divorce this person and go marry this other person. That's why people have two, three, four, five marriages because they don't want to work it out with one spouse. So they go start from the ground up with another spouse. By the time they get to the same level they were at with the first spouse, they get tired there and they and they just keep jumping and jumping. And next thing you know, they have all these broken relationships. They're a brokenhearted person. And if there's children involved, if there's children involved, because I was one of those children, if there's a broken marriage and there's children involved, it affects those children for the rest of their lives. So, and those children have to deal with that kind of thing too. So does it really take that much time to work something out with your spouse? Is it well, really that horrible? Yes, and you need to be patient. And here's the thing. What you want to do is you want to literally grab each other's hands and say, okay, we're going to bring, we're going to talk, we're going to bring the Lord into this situation yeah. and we're going to talk to the Lord about this. And if you guys don't have a vision for your marriage, then you just ask, you say, Lord, here we are. Start getting one. Yeah. Like here we are, Lord, where, what, where do you want us to go? What do you want us to do? That's really important. Ask him everything. Mm -hmm. You know, I can, I can pretty much predict a lot of my husband because he's very predictable yeah. on things. But I, but but God knows his heart. He knows everything that's going on inside of his heart. So why wouldn't I ask the Lord to help me with something when he knows the whole inside and out? My husband inside and out knows exactly what maybe he's feeling, whether maybe he's feeling, you know, a deficit in his life, whatever it is. Why not ask the Lord for that? He knows everything. Amen. He will help you with that. Mm -hmm. And it's true. really important. So meeting in the middle means that you're you're taking off those, you know, I don't know, the the jackets the or the, you know, you're taking off the the you know the 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 pride, you're taking off mm. all of the um the guilt or the shame yep. or the or the condemnation, the self-condemnation or whatever it is or the, you know, just a, a sadness of a relationship, whatever it might be. You've got to strip all that away and meet somewhere in the middle and say, okay, here's where we, we really have started. There was a day where I loved you and you loved me. And we looked what day at was that? Do you remember? When remember? We, looked we write that down. We wrote that down. So we looked at each other and said we would never be apart. No one gets married saying we're going to divorce. Yeah. So you always get married saying you're going to be together. When did things start going wrong? And how do we, how do Lord, Lord show us how to fix it? Lord, show us how to fix it. And one it. other thing, we got married. We didn't want to have kids. Neither one of us wanted to have children. I didn't want to have kids. She didn't want to have kids. And that was one of the reasons. It's like, well, I could marry this girl because she doesn't want to have kids just like me. We can just be together. And that's it. And then about two years into our marriage, we both suddenly, I'm not kidding, wanted to have kids. And so we started actively trying to. And that was the Lord. Two amazing daughters out of, out of that uh, decision. And by the way, if you think it's sacrifice to be married and you have to put your pride aside just for your spouse, wait till your children show up. When you have kids and they're depending on you, 
I want to go to the football game, but but the baby needs to. You need to stay home with the baby. Yeah, but I want to go to the football game. You know, or go out with my buddies. I want to go out with my buddies and, and my stay out till three three in the morning. Yeah, I want to stay out till three in the morning and party. But the baby, by the you know, the baby needs help. What are you going to do? What decision are you going to make? And that's where the pride also has to set aside because it's called sacrifice. It's called giving of yourself to someone else. Well, the sacrifice is is how you actually get to meet in the middle. You're gonna set. You're gonna let your yeah. feelings go, and you're not going to hold that over somebody. You know the hardest thing, and I know that there are things out there. People do some crazy things. There are there's abuse. We're gonna talk about that in future episodes. There's people with addictions. We're gonna talk about those too. And then there's you know there's there's all kinds of reasons why marriages are you know under the attack. And so this is one way through healing journeys today. And we feel that we can help people at least get you to start talking. Mm-hmm. You know, we're not in your living rooms. We don't live your life. But if we can at least get you to start discussing these things. Mm-hmm. You know, Butch and I were both very hard-headed. Very hard-headed. We mean we're. Okay, we, we still are. But we were very much uh, two very independent people. Mm-hmm. And um, She's not seeing me. I'm pointing. No, I see you. Oh, you're seeing and, me. But we, we literally had to learn if we were going to. This marriage was going to stay. We had to learn how to communicate. That's right. We had to learn how to live together, and that was daily. And there are some things like I make jokes because Butchie actually he does he cooks a lot, so he makes the omelet in the morning and he makes dinner a lot too. And but if that so we'll make comments and stuff as a joke. But if that's something that's really bothering him, Julian, you don't make any food. Like I need you to make some food. All he's got to do is tell me, you know, it's like, don't harbor these things on the inside of you because yeah. I, because meeting in the middle is, you know what? I, you're right. You know, can we meet somewhere in the middle on this? Could I make one meal and not the other? I'm just not, a, I don't, I don't really feel confident in my cooking. My cooking is like, blah, you know, you do a really great job and you know, whatever it might be. Can you come together and meet in the middle with that instead of like, you never cook for me. Well, you never asked me to, well, blah, blah, you know, and all those things, because that's, that gives the enemy an inroad into your marriage now to start some strife. And then that's when you've got to stop it right now and say, nope, we're going to talk about this. Mm -hmm. And it might be just something really small. Instead of storming off. Yeah. Instead of I've stormed off many times. I am Captain Stormoff. You know, I was a stormtrooper. I could storm off like anybody else. You can't talk to me that way. Storm, storm, storm. And I would slam a door. Slamming a door is the great punctuation when you walk away from somebody. But don't. Well, yes. What no, you no, go, you finish. no, I was going to say real quick. Um, don't storm off. Stay and talk about it because it's worth it. That's another thing where pride comes in. Pride means you're not, you don't want to talk about it. Start talking about it and get it clear the air right away because that dirty air of the anger and the rage and the offense is going to be in the air for a long time unless you clear it out right then. Yeah, so communication. You know, I I feel like we've been on communication since we started because that is really, that's the core of your relationship with your spouse or just any relationship. And think about it, even your relationship with the Lord, if there was no communication. And you saw this one comment here. Uh, This is... V- VMM, what if your partner isn't Christian and you can't go to God together in your prayer for a vision? Well, so let me just say this. You pray. You pray. God knows your situation. You pray. That Prayer is the answer to it all. 
you pray. You can't control your spouse. You can't make your spouse. Obviously, you know that. You can't make your spouse become a Christian. You can't make your spouse become not a Christian. Like this is a heart situation. So when you're praying for that man or that woman's heart to be transformed by an encounter with the Lord, with a stranger on the street, something, you know, he's at Walmart, she's at, you know, getting her nails done and someone sits down and says something like, you never know. We just know that there are people out there that have been that, for instance, me, I love to just, you know, give strangers a word from the Lord or just ask them if they need healing and then pray for them. And so that's a shock. You know, it's like, wait a minute. How did you know that was wrong with me? Well, the Lord directed me here and told me to say that. So pray that kind of prayer that someone gets to your spouse. You know, you're not just the only one. God wants, you know, I, this is so good. But God showed me this the other day. God wants your spouse more than you want that spouse mm-hmm. to become a Christian. Mm-hmm. He wants him or her so badly. So don't think that God's like, oh, well, you know, oh, well, he'll come whenever. He's doing everything he can to get your, because remember it says, John three sixteen. for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son right? So that you and I would not perish, but we would have everlasting life. That's someone that really cares and wants mm-hmm. to see you with, with you be uh, letting, letting the Lord be the, the, sorry, letting Jesus be the Lord of your life. So if your spouse is not a Christian and you are, like she just said, you pray and that that's your job. You cannot change that person's heart. Only God can change the yeah. heart, but prayer creates an atmosphere where that heart can be changed. And your spouse is going to look to your example. I guarantee you. I looked at her example. She became a Christian before I did. I looked at her example. And one of the reasons we're still married is because we're both Christian people. We give everything to, to Jesus first. All right, what would Jesus do here? Jesus, what can I do here? And a scripture will pop into my heart. Or, you know, I know what I have to do, and that's humble myself. That's another thing people don't want to do in marriage is humble themselves because they are so focused on them. Yeah. My feelings yeah. are hurt. You know, I'm not going to work this out. Forget the vision God gave us. I'm mad right now. And so I'm going to go stand over in the corner and be mad until ah, my feelings. See, that's called childish behavior. And as a grown up, as an adult, we don't want you guys acting like that. We yeah. want you learning. Boy, it's getting dark in here. Look it is. Sorry, going down. And we have to leave very soon, too. So this one says. Yeah, this is Elise. And she says, my husband is the one that loves the intense conversations. It's actually me. Has to learn how to communicate my feelings in our marriage. I shut down, and that's not good. Now, so at least she realizes that. Yes, that's that's awesome. That's great. So, what what I'd like to impart to you is to start start asking the Lord, like, why am I shutting down? I, you need at least you need to have these conversations with your husband. You do. You have to do it. So, it's not your. Maybe it is your husband's fault. You shut down. I don't know. But ask the Lord, what is it that makes me shut down? So if it's because he, maybe he's overbearing, maybe somebody in your life was overbearing, a male figure, and that's what mm-hmm. bothers you. Go to the Lord, ask him what it is, and then go to your husband and say, you know, I, I shut down. And I'm sorry about that because I should not be shutting down. We've got to communicate. We've got to make decisions on things and all that. So here's what happens when you say certain things. This is what happens in my heart. I start to feel defeated. I start to feel like I've got no voice. I feel like nobody even cares what I'm saying. Whatever it might be, but let him see what it does to you so that he knows how to go and correct it, how to fix it. But if you don't say anything, you just shut down, then you're really cutting yourself out of it seeing any changes because he doesn't know. Speaking, yeah. No, I'm sorry. Yeah, no, I just want to say, I'll leave you with that. 
Um, but we are in agreement with you for your marriage to yeah. be amazing and wonderful. And we just pray over everybody here who's watching right now and those who watch in the future. I pray over you right now. We just pray a Thank blessing you, over your marriage. We pray that communication is key. We pray that you learn how to speak to each other as opposed to walking away from each other. Yes. I pray the Holy Spirit comes into your marriage and just shows you how to listen to the other person more than you listen yes. to yourself. You have to listen to them not you and most importantly listen to jesus and yes, father thank i thank you, you for this opportunity and bless these people in the name of yes, jesus and anybody Amen. that is experiencing anything physical in their body mm -hmm. we just command that those symptoms to leave right now in jesus name all of them not leaving Amen. one behind Amen. and what i love is that the word of god says that he sent his word and healed all who were oppressed of the devil so here we are Sickness is oppression from the devil. So we thank you, Father, that we can send your word across this whole broadcast, Facebook and, and YouTube, and we can speak life into your body and say, by his stripes, you are healed in Jesus' name. Mm -hmm. Amen. Bye-bye, guys. We hope you got some great nuggets of wisdom out of that teaching. Thank you for listening to the Healing Journeys Today podcast. And don't forget, you can find us live on Facebook and YouTube seven days a week. If you would like to donate, please go to www.healingjourneystoday.com. Isaiah 53.5 says, And by His stripes, we are healed. God bless you.